The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Rick? (laughs) Hello there, Ajay. And hello, everyone. (laughs) Mics are hot. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for warning me. Thursday afternoon, Full Court Press. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Eric France and Ajay Salveson. A couple of different things we want to get to today. Uh, participation in youth sports, up or down? And where does Utah compare to some other states? Uh, what sports are, are waning? Team USA was involved in a game today. Short turnaround after uh, uh, an emotional loss to France. Went up against Serbia. How did they do? What's next for the Americans? Quick tease. It didn't look good. They lost, guys. <laughs> okay, if you're curious, they lost. And it wasn't good. Uh, the worst loss in international play. Or worst stretch in a, in a tournament. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit. Donovan Mitchell was interviewed by ESPN today. We'll hear the, the length of that interview. It's not very long, but interesting. Uh, Jerry Colangelo... A guy who's putting together or very much involved with putting things together for uh, Major League, not Major League, with the uh, Team USA. We're on a roll today. I'm switching topics already in my head. Um, already weighing in on what things might look like next year and uh, who may or may not be on the team. And then the Major League, ba- uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are not that far away. So we'll take a look at what has been happening in Major League Baseball. What does the playoff hunt look like? Where what do the standings look like? Who's in? Who's not? Uh, who's still in the hunt? But how are you doing today, Aj? Before we go into any of this, I, I need. Are you doing okay today? It's kind of funny you ask me that uh, because you've been cold shouldering me for the whole day. You won't talk to me. That's not true. You keep being like, you know, all mysterious. When I did try to talk to you, you gave me this weird stare. No, you, it was like, the hey, way you talk about approached our show me. Today. It was the way you approached me. How did you approach me, Eric? <laughs> Go ahead. What? Go ahead. You're over there just doing your love fest of the Patriots. And I'm no. Like, hey, we got a show to prepare for here. Okay. Oh, oh, and I haven't prepared already? Maybe I didn't have to. You know, maybe I was at home preparing. And you just don't even know it. Maybe I have my pick six ready to go right now. Do let's, you? I hope you do. Let's do pick six right now. I'm ready to go. Really? Yeah. You have it ready? Yeah. Because so you were like usually doing it on the fly as we're talking about it. Well, a three-game winning streak will do that to you. You are not on a three-game winning streak. I am too. You did not win last week. I didn't lose. So if it's a push... Do you still consider it part of your winning streak? Heck yeah. I didn't lose. I don't owe you anything. You didn't win. You can't call it a winning streak if you didn't win. Yeah, yeah, you can if you didn't lose. You can say, I haven't lost three weeks in a row. You can say that. I didn't lose. And I didn't owe you anything. I kind of won because I didn't lose. (laughs) By not losing, you win. Based on how things have been this past summer, that is a win for you. It is. I'm very happy for you that you did not lose. I know your wife oh, is are very you? happy for you too. Are you? Yeah. So bitter about it. I lost eight weeks straight. At least I was a good sport. I thought it was nine. It was eight. I'm pretty sure it was eight. Was it nine? <laughs> was it nine? There's no way. I lost track. Are you lying to me? I lost track. You fetcher. <laughs> Every week, something else was coming in. <laughs> I got some new prize. Yes, you've been bitter to me, and I want to know why, you fetcher. I am not bitter towards you at all. Why? Uh, you, well, you were today. I just didn't know why you were cold shouldering me. Okay, certain employees here like to cold shoulder me, and you, you like to do it every now and then. And it hurts my feelings. It really hurts my feelings. And I just, I want to know why. Do I need to start bringing in a shawl 
So when you come in, I can drape it over your shoulders to don't, keep you warm. Don't turn this into a cultural, a cultural thing. All right. Cultural thing? Yes. Is that what a shawl is? It's like a little thing you put over your shoulders to keep you warm. What? That's a scarf. That's around your neck. Well, it could be around your shoulders too. Wouldn't cover very well. Does the job. Well, maybe for you it would. Okay, only rich people like me would know what a scarf is. Because we wear the scarves with the long coats and stuff. Kind of like on TV. Yeah, I learned it on TV. You come in here, we're pimping your ascot. What the? (laughs) Oh, fetch. (laughs) Um, Hey, someone asked me if we're ever going to do like a live stream of us. They want to see us live. And I told them, probably not. Because Eric's really shy of the camera. I'm not. I'm not so I uh, blamed you full. I'm not for camera that. friendly. <laughs> Found that out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, we are way off. Um, where do you want to start? I want to start with Team USA. Team USA playing in the FIBA World Cup. Now, early on, they got pushed to overtime by Turkey. But eventually, they, they won. Took care of business. After that, they looked really quite dominant and playing some good basketball. And then they went up against France yesterday. Got beat. Uh, and that was a game that was back and forth. At the end of the third quarter, it was anybody's game. And France just dominated the third quarter, and they won. By the way that the bracket is set up, the Americans had to turn around and play again today. And so that was kind of a surprise that Team USA lost to France. It was another surprise that Serbia lost in their match against Argentina. So USA had to score off against Serbia today, a team that a lot of people projected would be um, one of the teams fighting for a gold medal. And the best the Americans could do was play for a fifth place finish. Well, they won't even get that. So they placed, uh, they faced off against Serbia today and lost 94 to 89. Game wasn't even that close. Um, they were down, what, 27 to 5 to start off the game? 32 to 9. I think right, this was it was a game of runs. Yeah. First quarter was all Serbia, second quarter was all Team USA. Yeah. Uh it, and they just looked tired, man. They did. They looked exhausted. You know, they and and so before we I mean, there are some negative things to look at and be like, "Man, how in the world do we ever get just pushed around by Serbia like that?" Um one Jokic was really good. Today, I thought Jokic was awesome. Pretty he much, he didn't score a lot, but he was involved in a lot. Of no, it. he was involved in the offense in a lot of different. You don't have to score fifty points to be a good basketball player. There's little things through a coach's goggles. There's little things that you can do that make you that make that makes the team better. That makes the offense better. Defensively, I thought he was stout. Miles Turner had back to back horrific games. Really. Um, Brooke Lopez looked like a rookie at times against Jokic. Well, the, the, the center position for this Team USA this week has oh, been atrocious. Oh, he showed as the weakest link. Yeah, Miles Turner, better today than he was yesterday, but still... Still not good enough, not though. Not good enough. And Brooke wasn't great either. No. Mason Plumley, why is he... He shouldn't there? even be on the roster. Why is he even there? I, I know it's... Yeah, Mason Plumley shouldn't even have been... And I said that from the get-go. I said that before the games even started. It didn't help that Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum did not play. Yeah. Both of them would have pl- brought a little more physical presence. Jason Tatum would have been huge. Jason Tatum's size would have been coming really handy because this Serbian team was tall. Just punished him, man. Yeah. The Bogdan Bogdanovic, he's had a great tournament individually. Yeah. 28 points is today. He the, is he uh, the uh, part of the uh, Sacramento team? Is that where he's at? Sacramento Kings. Boy. Man, that team may—I think we talked about already. That team may not make the playoffs, 
but they're going to make a they're going to be an exciting team. Yeah, they're not going to be a team to push around by any no. means. Looking at that eight spot, um, because Darren but, Fox has made some improvements. Yeah, absolutely, too. absolutely. Uh, you know, people are going to sit here. In fact, when you see it on social media, they're just grilling the Team USA for this. Just, I mean, punishing them verbally. And the thing is, is we we got to remember that Serbia, Australia, Spain. Argentina, um, Greece, for the most part, have been playing together for a long, long time. You took a 25-player roster that was whittled down to 13 with only two cuts. Everybody 35. else dropped out. Yeah, 35. 35. Whittled down 25, to 35. 35. Whittled down to 13 with only two cuts, and then you had to make that final one, which really wasn't even a final cut. Kyle Kuzma just dropped out himself. Right, of injury. So you had this roster with guys who there's only three guys who have played together: Smart, Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Everybody else had not played with each other, at least not for a consistent amount of time. And then you had to throw it together, get ready for this exhibition, and then go play in a tournament, do it against teams again that I've already said have been with each other for how many years? It's just, it was bound to happen, Eric. It really was. I did not expect FIBA or, excuse me, Team USA to win this FIBA thing. Not at all. They got further than I thought they would, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was uncertain if they would be a gold medal team, but I thought they'd at least fight for the bronze. I thought that they could be a team that could be in the hunt for a medal. After the exhibition, I thought Australia... The Spain best they can do is seventh. Australia, Spain, and Argentina were my top three teams. So you didn't see France or Serbia coming? Mm-mm. No, I de- and I definitely didn't see Serbia coming. I will admit that fully. I had no idea. That team's pretty good. Uh, but, I, I, again, there's a lot of chemistry um, between those other teams that Team USA didn't have. Yeah, that, and that is always a risk. And then you, you throw them together... Like Plato, and you're like, all right, stick together and see if you can make something great. And honestly, give Coach Popovich some credit, Mr. Bill. Oh my gosh! Oh no, Mr. Bill! <laughs> what the hell, Pinocchio? <laughs> I'm a real boy. Um, yeah, give Pop credit for what he was able to try to do. Yeah, but you can even tell. I think Pop. I think what was it in the. <laughs> Jokic had dominated for the most part in the first quarter. They sub out Miles Turner. They bring in Brooke Lopez. They show Jokic on the on the TV, and he kind of looks at his bench and laughs. And you're thinking, well, that's going to be a long night. And then he turns around and, and gets a lefty uh, lefty dunk on him. So that was kind of the day it was for for Team USA. Uh, I thought the I thought the point guards were or excuse me, I thought the backcourt was good for the most part. I still look at that. Um, France game and say, man, Donovan Mitchell was your best score all night. And then in the fourth quarter, you just eliminate him from the offense. And all of a sudden you're down nine. I, it just amazes me. And, and, and Donovan was pretty ticked. In fact, if you saw him on social media, he responded to a couple people and he let him have it pretty good. He, he, he let him have it. Um, you can tell he's pretty ticked right now. And he, sh- I guess he should be. He's a competitive guy, and he lost. To, and Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles are still in this, and he's out of it. That's kind of annoying for him. Well, he wants to win. Yeah, he. It wouldn't matter if he lost to, to somebody else. He, nobody he wants to wanted win. to be on this team more than Donovan Mitchell. Nobody on that roster wanted to be on this team more than Donovan Mitchell. Donovan was begging to be on it when he had guys like Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony working with him. They said, "Look, this is a great opportunity for you to showcase." what you can do and do it in front of your country or for your country and in front of the world. Um, and, and Donovan, that's how Donovan put it. And Donovan said like that meant the world to him. So he went out there and competed his butt off. Got us. Not only was he, did he make the roster? He went from being a bubble spot to, yeah, he's going to make the lineup to he's starting. He was a starter, consistent starter. That's, that, that's pretty incredible. Brian Windhorst of ESPN cut up with Donovan after the loss today. Against Serbia. And boy, I feel bad for Donovan. He had to answer for the loss 
yesterday, and he's answering for the loss again today. It's because no one else could do anything that was worth answering for. Here with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, this is a tough one to assess. You guys were down 25 points in the first quarter, and you had an admirable comeback. Um, but then you guys weren't able to win, and now you've lost two in a row. This is not something we're used to seeing from Team USA, but I feel like you guys still showed a lot of heart. Yeah, you know, obviously we didn't get the result we wanted, man, but, you know, we competed. You know, and like I said, you know, obviously when you think of Team USA, you think of, you know, wins and gold medals, but, you know, it, it happened. You know, and the fact that we came back here the next day after a tough loss, Got punched in the mouth to start the game and still, what was it, five points? You know, Harrison Barnes, Chris Middleton, um, Joe Harris, Kemba, and Miles. Like, that lineup, you know, we could have easily just folded. They came in and did what they are supposed to do, you know. And it's credit to everybody on the team, but I, I single out those five because they were the ones in the four that pretty much, like, came back, you know, and, and put it to that point. Um, a few unlucky plays, you know, unlucky bounces, but, you know, it's just a testament to our character, man. That's all I keep preaching is our, you can question wins, you can't, you can question wins and loss, but you can't question character with this team, and that's, that's, that's all I can say. So you guys had a couple of timeouts there, and obviously that huddle at the end of the first quarter. What was the mood like with the team in those timeouts? You can go either way, you know, with that. You can go one or two ways. You can go, it was 32 to 5 at one point, something like that. So you can either say, all right, this isn't it. You know, we played last night, we lost, it's over with the consolation game, or you can fight back. And, we fought back. We competed. You know, we brought it down to within two or three. And, you know, obviously shot certain shots in the fall. But, hey, you know, this is all a learning experience for, for a lot of us. You know, we're a young team. You know, a lot of guys, you know, like myself, you know, haven't been through stuff like this. You know, obviously playoff losses, but this is a little different. Um, so I think this is just a learning experience. And we're going to go out there and compete. And I'm, I'm proud of the way we competed. Thank you very much, Donovan. Thank you. He has been pretty consistent on that, that. Um, he's proud to be there, proud to be there with the guys that, that he's with and that they competed. But at the end of the day, this is a team that is lacking in certain, not star power. I don't want just because you're a star, you're going to automatically win. But it, it was lacking a certain skill level. I mean, there was, you had some injuries and some guys that are going to replace, step in to fill those holes, they're just not the same skill level, especially at the center position. Miles Turner had some games where he was great in this FIBA tournament. There's been moments where he has been outstanding. But there has not been a single game where I've thought, Brooke Lopez had himself a good game for yeah. Team USA. <laughs> or Mason Plumley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. So, Jerry Colangelo, he is um, he's the managing director for USA Basketball. And interesting quote that he said today, because there's been a lot that's been made about these 35 players who were originally selected and uh, there's only four from that original 35 that are on the roster in the FIBA World Cup in China right now. So here's an interesting comment that he said today. I can only say you can't help but notice and remember who you thought you were going to war with and who didn't show up. I'm a firm believer that if you deal with the cards you're dealt, all we could have done, and we did it, is get the commitments from a lot of players. So with that kind of a, a hand, you feel reasonably confident that you're going to be able to put a very good representative team on the court. No one would have anticipated the pullouts that we had. It's not Jerry Colangelo's fault. It's not Greg yeah. Popovich's fault. Everybody ought to be looking at... Uh, all those players who who did back out. Yeah, if you want to be upset about Team USA's performance in international basketball and how this is their this will be their worst finish in an international play in decades, don't look at Co- Coach Popovich as a failure for his coaching. And I wouldn't even look at the players that are on that roster now and blame them. Blame the guys that backed out, didn't have the courage to be a part of the team. 
Yeah. Um, let me ask you something. There's this... We've talked about the reasons that a lot of these players aren't joining. Um, there's the injury reason. There's I need to rest my body reason. There's the, hey, look, I need to get ready for next season reason. Are you... Yes or no, are you okay with those reasons? Some of them, yes. So you say some of them. Which players would you say you you sold out? Well, it, if you had a nagging injury, I, I would, I'd get it. Get your body whole. The most important thing is the NBA season and a chance to play for a title. An NBA title. But if it's about the schedule... Man, you can rearrange your schedule. You'll have a little bit of downtime before training camp. If your your coaching staff is going to understand that you are international and probably is not going to push you very hard in the early goings, you had the the advantage of playing against some great talent internationally. It's not like you were not fresh. All right, so... You know what, we're going to do this. We're going to do this really quickly. Uh, Bradley Bill, yes or no, that uh, who had a good reason. Yes or no, okay? Bradley Bill. What was his reason? I, I, you can go no, through no, no, that you're list. Good. You're good. That, and that, I, I that, won't no, be able to tell point. you what uh, the reasons were. Sorry, no, great point. Uh, Bradley Bill was for rest. Uh, Bradley Bill? <laughs> what did he do in the regular season? He didn't have, go into the postseason. Uh, CJ McCollum, I believe, was for scheduling. If I'm not mistaken, he wasn't injured. No, he was not injured. That's one guy who I thought should have played. He was kind of one of those late scratches. Tobias Harris was for rest. I don't think Kevin Love was interested in the first place about going to play with second-tier guys on the court. Well, I think that may have been part of it. Some of these guys see the, the top-level guys are backing out. Then everybody's like, well, this isn't going to be a great team. Well, I'm not going to be a part of it. Paul Millsap needed the rest. He shouldn't have been playing in it. Zion Williamson should not have been in it as well. He just got out of college and getting ready for the NBA. DeMar DeRozan is an interesting one. He, uh, he was added to the roster, and then he dropped out a little bit later on. That's the one that kind of, I think, really tipped off uh, Coach Popovich. Yeah. Because he was kind of like, okay, who am I supposed to get here? Hey, this is my guy. I'm my guy. Well, and just all these other guys that are like, hey, we want you to play. And they're like, uh, no. And it's not like, hey, we're asking you to go. I mean, they're acting like it's you have to go get your teeth pulled by the dentist. They're just asking you to come play for free. Because, look, if they don't win a certain amount of games, they have to go back next year and do it again. And then hope they even qualify after that. How many players from that team are going to be like, uh, yeah, you know, I'll go back and try to help us qualify for the Olympics? I mean, this group right now, the ones who committed to go play and help out Team USA are getting torched by a lot of media people, a lot of quote-unquote experts. They are getting set on fire for losing two games in a row to very well-played, experienced teams. That alone would be like, you know what? If our country doesn't appreciate us playing for him, why? Why even do it? Now, granted, if Donovan Mitchell is asked by Coach Popovich uh, later this year, by the end of next season, hey, we'd like to have you for the Olympics here coming up. Are you willing? Donovan's going to say, well, yeah, grab me a jersey. Let's go. Right. Uh, I, I think Mason Plumley would say no, honestly. I think Miles Turner would say no. Brooke Lopez might say yes. Kemba Walker would say yes. I think Marcus Smart and Jason or Jalen Brown would say no. But again, here's my problem. Is that all those guys that said no and all the superstars, quote unquote, that said no are going to be able to go play in the Olympics next year and these guys are going to get left out. Steph Curry's going to make it. I know he'll get asked. Kyrie Irving's going to get asked. I would imagine. Clay, Damian, CJ may not now. CJ might be off the roster now. Yeah, I think I think Popovich be. is going to hold one bitter to that one. Right. Look, I'm going to go. With, I'd rather have uh, Donovan or Kemba because they stuck with this thing and they proved to be good warriors out there. Here's the trying thing. to make things happen for Team USA. 
Here's the thing. For example, CBS Sports, their first line, following Team USA's disappointing performance at the 2019 FIBA World Cup. <laughs> um, this 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 b-ball breakdown guy with is Nick. I used to watch him on YouTube, and I was arrogant and stupid and naive. Uh, went in there and just, I mean, like I said, I I used to work torch, torch Donovan for some of his offensive decisions, and that's when Donovan got on Twitter and was like, "Dude, shut up." Get on a court before you come out and come talk to me. So I went. Comp- yeah, sorry he's that a competitor. I went. Sorry he's a competitor went. and he's upset. Well, and that all he lost. these players should, Eric. All these guys went and battled for their country when everybody else was saying no. Remember, like in the office, Michael Scott. He develops this great paper company after leaving Dunder Mifflin, and he calls it Michael Scott's Paper Company. And nobody else goes except Pam. And then he has to go recruit Ryan, who had been thrown in jail for breaking <laughs> the law. <laughs> and he has to go grab him at a bowling alley, and he brings his team together, and he's like, it's going to be us. Well, then they have success, and when they go back, right, everybody at the office is like, we want our clients back. No, you didn't come with me. You didn't get your those clients that I got from you guys that they like us better. doesn't matter how we did it. You still aren't getting our clients. Such is the case here. Those guys aren't going to go with the Michael Scott Paper Company, so they went and had a little bit of success. They come back with all these great clients, you know, the Olympics, and all the guys were like, hey, we want our spot back. Another interesting comment. That was Helen, a great analogy, by the way. I was riveted. <laughs> Jerry Colangelo, he says, going forward for USA Basketball, we're going to need the cooperation of teams, agents, and then there has to be a communication with players one-on-one to solidify those commitments. I'm going to be anxious to see how many players reach out early to indicate that they wish and want and desire to play. But I'll make this statement. It's as much about maybe who we don't want as much as who we want. What, what do you think that means? That, that last line. It's about as much as what we don't want. Is that what you said? I, I think that is a shot to those who stepped out and said, yeah, we'll be there. And then they backed out for reasons he felt were... Not legitimate. Hey, maybe you can look this up for just a sec, because I don't know the rules. If a player, like, is there a contract when you go play in the Olympics? Or is it a four-year, like, is it a year-by-year basis? It's a year-by-year. Okay, so so then if they play in, like, the 2016 Olympics, they're not required, or they are, it's not automatic that they get to go play in 2020 Tokyo, then. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, every year, each country has their own option to determine who. who so they that's say. so. Then that's really interesting because the 2016 team, if I remember right, uh, da, da, da. well, just it, the 16 team had nine of the 12 players were all stars. Okay, here is who. Okay, tell me yes or no on these roster guys really quickly. Jimmy Butler, yes or no? He'll make it next year. No. Kevin Durant. Oh, he's got an Achilles issue, too. Yeah, I don't know. He may not. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, that's a... Probably... I'd lean more towards no, but that's a maybe. Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Harrison Barnes? Yes. Yes. DeMar DeRozan? I don't know. No, I don't think so anymore. I think after he dropped out. Uh, Kyrie Irving? I don't know. I think that's another one you might be waiting on. Clay Thompson? A healthy clay, he would probably do it. I wonder, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Depends on how he how he's doing in the spring. Paul George? Yeah. Is this the Olympic team? What the crap? Uh, Draymond Green? No. Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> no. So, no Curry, no Lillard. Did Lillard not, like, take us? He, he had to have been offered. Uh, candidates that he was are, just coming into his own in 16. So the following Russell candidates to make the team. Michael Carter-Williams, which there's no way in heck. Tobias Harris, there's no. He won't now. Victor Oladipo, I don't think will. Chandler Parsons, no. Mason Plumlee, no. Anthony Davis would be interesting, but I think he says no. Chris Paul's too old. John Walls had too many injuries. Blake Griffin, no. Stephen Curry, will. Marcus Aldridge, no. James Harden, will. Russell Westbrook, will. Kawhi Leonard will probably won't do it. LeBron James is kind of an interesting one, too, if he wants to or not. One more time. 
Gordon Hayward, no. Andre Drummond, maybe. Damian Lillard, yes. Bradley Bill, Michael Conley, Kenneth Reed, Rudy Go, Rudy Gay, Dwight Howard, Andre Iguodala, and Kevin Love, no. So I, you know what? Yesterday I asked you if Donovan Mitchell would make the Olympic team next year, and you said yes, and I said no. Looking at that roster now the way it is, yes. Yeah, he'll be on it. Uh, after and what I, he did this year, yeah, I, was gonna I, I think say, they're going to want... I was going to say... Absolutely wanted to come back, because he's got a feel for the international game. Yeah. He played well. He helped his team in a lot of different categories, not just a scorer, but he assisted, he rebounded, had steals. And it's one more year under his belt to be even more lethal. So before the exhibition game, Coach Popovich said he wanted to see Donovan Mitchell make not just himself better. He wanted to make he wanted to see Donovan Mitchell make others better. Do you think he did that? I I would incline be inclined to say yes. Me too. I know it's tough to see because of the performance as a whole team. I mean, because we because well, you I mean we talked about the plus minus yesterday that he had. He was a minus five, but my gosh, he scored twenty nine points and kept him in it when they should have been down by fifteen, eighteen points in the fourth. I think that um, Popovich really preached ball movement to be successful in this FIBA World Cup. And Donovan got better about moving the ball around, finding his teammates, uh, and giving them open looks and opportunities. I think there were times where he just went Donovan, and I think there were moments like that in in the game against France just to keep his team going because he had the hot hand. But I think he did help elevate the team when he was on the court. His plus minus was almost always in the positive. And not just a little bit, like by good margins. So, Team USA will have another game. Uh, well, by the way, Donovan Mitchell today, what did he do today? Nine points. Five rebounds, four assists, one steal. So Team USA, they're not they're not done yet. They will still have another game. Um I believe that will be against Poland. Yes, for the seventh place game. And win or lose, it is their worst finish in international play in a very, very, very long time. Yeah. I'm just telling you, next year, when that Olympic roster roster gets put together, that could be one of the more intelling ones since the 92 Dream Team, when it was either Isaiah or Stockton. And it was Stockton who came out. And it wasn't because Stockton was a better player. Is because everyone just hated Isaiah. Yeah, it's true. Isaiah Thomas, Jazz fans probably won't like me for saying this, but Isaiah Thomas deserved to be. Oh on yeah, that yeah. Team yeah. Isaiah was. Stockton oh yeah, did. absolutely. Stockton didn't earn that. Stockton didn't earn it at all. It was simply the fact that they did not want Isaiah at all whatsoever. John Stockton was a good point guard at the time. He shut his mouth. There was no drama with I mean, him. Yeah, he helped his team. Anybody. No question. Oh yeah, I mean he was broke a great his leg asset and he was, for yeah. the team. But the thing is, is that he just shut his mouth. He just shut his mouth and played basketball. And that's what Chuck Daly and these guys wanted out of somebody. Is a player who's just going to come on, play, get off the court. And, it, I mean, yeah, they loved it. And I think they, I think, who was it? Was it Pippen and Drex were on a podcast one time with Rachel Nichols? And they said, like, having Stockton on that basketball team was one of the better decisions that Chuck Daly and that, and that group made because Stockton was no drama, I mean, yeah, drama free, excuse me. And that's what just was huge for them. So, uh, The 2002 World Championships, Team USA finished sixth. That was the previous worst. What did they... F- oh, in 04, they won the bronze, huh? In a gold medal year. Or, I mean, in an Olympic year. In an Olympic year. What did mm-hmm. they do in 06? Did they... Well, they've been on a tear since then. Well, because in 06, didn't they lose a game? They lost to somebody. They lost to... Uh, um... Who did they lose to in 06? Greece? I want to say it was Greece they lost to in 06. Because I swear in 07 they had to go play in another tournament just to qualify for the Olympics. Am I wrong? I have to look that up now, man. Um, 
FIBA, what was it? Yeah, it would have been. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was uh, FIBA 06. I, dude, I swear. Um, well, we will research that. We'll yes. find that out. Yes. Um, we, a couple different things we want to still get into today. On Thursdays, we do our pick six. So six different things we think might happen over this weekend. Yes, they took third to Argentina. And that was in 06. Yeah, because they had to go back in 07 and play again, I think. Mm, okay. I think. I have to look that up. Sorry. Um, we also want to get into this interesting study that was done about youth participation in high school athletics. More and more sports are being made available. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but there, there is a decline that's going on in athletics. And what sports are declining the fastest? Might kind of surprise you. And we had an interesting article coming out of the state of Idaho here yesterday about uh, which sports are taking a dive in that state just across the borders. And is it something similar in Utah? We'll weigh in on that coming up next to the Full Court Press. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. I feel like this is one of those 80s musics. You know, someone's going out, going into the club. No, this is not from the 80s. Jeez, what the crap? That just, just, that, that just shut off. I, I brought it down. You, no, you turned it off. We need it a word. This is not from the 80s. What this I want is, you to do, Eric. That is a song that came out I just want a few years you ago. Not to, just a year ago. No, it didn't. Yes, it is. You're such a liar. No, it didn't. I am going to look up its release date. Oh, please do. Wait, what's the song called? I'm not telling you. Why? No, tell me, because I want to look it up so I know I can verify what you're saying is true. You have a problem with making up crap. I don't really, I do not make up crap. <laughs> um, Released in 2017. That must have been like a... June 14th, Okay, so what they call that is a... Uh, Oh, what's it called? When like they have like old songs and then they it redo them. It's not a remix. Uh, no, it's, it's a remaster. It's not a redub. Yeah, it's, it's a not remaster. A remaster. It. Yes, no. it is. What's the song called? The song is called "The Man." The Man by The Killers. What? Came out in June 2017. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. I don't. I feel like you're lying to me. It's a good tune. Um. Anyways, good stuff. Great stuff. Really good stuff, there, Eric. How come my emails keep showing up on this computer? Dude, this this is really uncomfortable. And then it says like I'm in a yeah, minute. It is really uncomfortable when I have to sit over there and I see the stuff that's coming into your inbox. Okay. I'm like, whoa. No. Do I need to talk to HR? No. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm bringing it back. This is the man. <laughs> I'm serious, like, how the crap, I'm a very private guy, and all this, your info, if anybody knows how to make it so your, like, your email notification. log out. I did log out. Make it sure was you're log- logged out. Double check. Oh, how do I delete this? Manage. Maybe I can delete this. Hold on. Word. Delete. Amateurs. <gasps> Yay! Nothing can break me down. Oh, did it. I am a genius. There. Are you okay now over there with your email? Yeah, dude. Well, I just, I have a private life and I don't need you getting to be a part of it. I've already met Reggie. What are you doing, dude? This is horrible. Okay. For how you still good, think this for is a how song good from of the a 1980s. tune that is? That is a horrible song. That is not a. That's a good tune. No, it's, it's a great tune. It's a horrible song. No, it's not. It's a good song. It's a clever video too. Shot around Las Vegas. I ain't freaking watching the video. I'm gonna get creeped out by stuff. Yeah, it's okay. It's safe <laughs> compared to some of the other ones I've come across. Youth participation in sports is down 
nationally. For the first time in 30 years. So there's this organization that uh, tracks this. It's the National Federation of State High School Associations. And their recent study for the 2018-2019 year, that just concluded this last summer, it's down for the first time in 30 years. And the biggest declines are in two of the most popular sports, 11-player football and basketball. Uh, participation in 11-player football dropped in 44 of the 51 states. That includes the District of Columbia. However, 6, 8, and 9-player football expanded. And another interesting note, one form of football doubled over the past 10 years, and that's girls' 11-player football. Uh, as far as basketball is concerned, it uh, had its second largest decline. Most of that was coming in the state of Texas for some reason. Uh, but girls' participation, the lowest since 1992-1993 school year. All that being said, however... It was the third highest number of athletes overall that was recorded. So some sports are seeing declines, but what they are showing is that there are more and more sports available. So what sport had the biggest decline? Was it football, boys football? Is that right? Yes. Uh, Some of the sports that it uh, keeps track of, and there's a pretty hefty list, um, but it, um, it, well, one thing that is also up is adaptive sports for those with disabilities. That's, that's cool to hear that, but like air riflery, archery, badminton, some these are sports that I wouldn't consider sports. Yeah. I mean, either bass fishing, no bass fishing team for your school. If you live in certain parts of the country, that's a big Wyoming, deal. uh, Bocce. That's more in New York. Bowling. Canoe paddling. Oregon. Uh, well, I guess rowing's a sport, right? Yeah. Right? Rowing's a sport. Bass fishing is not. Equestrian. Hunting is not. Spike ball is not. Fencing. Flag uh, football. American cornhole is not. Figure skating. Is a sport. Yes, it's an Olympic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Curling. Judo. Yes. Kayaking. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, riflery. No. Rock climbing. No. Roller hockey. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. If they, if they would have put roller hockey in high school when I was there, I'm in. Squash. No. Surfing. Uh, did yeah, I I'd put that. Certainly, if you live in certain parts of the country, very sure. much a lifestyle. Sure, yeah. Uh, let's see, ultimate frisbee. Yes. Uh, those are the only other. I mean, a lot of the others are ones you would you would all think would be a regular sport. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's interesting. Um. I like here in the valley. I won't tell you who said this, but someone said it will be few and far between of the state championships that this valley or region 11 will win because of all the new schools that have been built and that the athletes and like the school's talent have been watered down in specific sports. And because of that, I mean, it's you'll see state championships here and there. Um, but they won't be. They won't come like they used to, which was really interesting. Uh, it's so interesting you say that because in the state of Idaho, they're seeing declines in in football, and they're saying that the biggest declines are in these smaller schools. Uh, the, the the low turnout would mostly affect the smaller schools, but now it's actually it's crept into some of the bigger schools as well. But. Uh, the, it is the most popular sport in Idaho by a wide margin. Football, Football is? is. 
but it has fallen 14% since 2001. Wow. The fewest, they had the fewest people signing up and suiting up for football since 1986. Really? And they'll probably hit another low this year. It's the fast, one of the fastest growing states in America, but not as many people are signing up for football in Idaho. Hmm. That is kind of interesting. Um, but uh, you know, it's coaches are always about multi, a lot of coaches are about multi-sport athletes. They encourage them. They want them to do other sports. Um, you know, to uh, and to excel those other sports as well. But it's. You think one sports specialization is a really uh, bad culprit? Uh, oh, God, it's a great question. Um, I think it's a problem. I don't know how much of a problem, though, it is within the Valley, because I see a ton of athletes here playing multiple sports. Mason, or is it just like we just went through that list where they have more options now? Yeah, but, I mean, we aren't going to have sports like bass fishing here. Hope not. If we do, we aren't going to report on it. We aren't going to do radio for it. No, but lacrosse is a new sport that's now sanctioned, and by it's UHS picking up. AA. But yeah, and that's picking up steam too. That's picking up a lot of steam. So there's other club sports that are out there, like water polo. I mean, these are some sports that, gosh, when I was in high school, didn't know we know anything about these sports. Yeah, they were nowhere near available. Yeah, and they weren't even thought of to be sports either. No, they, they were and now they're. Even, some yeah. are now fully sanctioned. Mm. Others are club that a lot of kids participate in. Mm-hmm. Dance, sport or not. Yes. Me too. Oh, yes. Me too. And and I and in that regard, I wonder how much it has to do with cost, right? I mean... That, that is another big thing. That's, yes. I mean... Because some of these, like the fees and the fundraising that they have to do and some of the trips and costumes or... Uh, jerseys I that they to have a, to get. It, so it just gets way out of hand. I talked to a father who said, you know what the most waste, not waste of money, but just dead-end money goes to in regards to sports? And I said, uh, softball or something like that. He said dance because he, he spends so much money for these girls to be able to go to you know these tournaments, these competitions, and all this stuff, you know, uniforms, whatever. But then... They don't get a scholarship out of it. Very, 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 very few percentage get a scholarship to go dance at a Division One college, if any. And and he said it's it's amazing because I'm like you know his daughter loves doing it, but it's just so cost expensive, with no means to an end at the uh, after four years, unless they want to go do it at Utah State. But that's tough to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think cost is a big prohibiting factor. I know that they've the state legislature has tried to change a lot of that. Yeah. Here recently, I think that's a good direction that they're heading, but dance is perennially known as one of the most expensive to participate in. It's all the costumes. Yeah. Uh the, and again, the travel, travel for competitions is crazy. Yeah. It, it is insane. Um but do you, I think that uh, there are some national trends where football is declining, but I, I don't have it in front of me. But if I'm not mistaken, Utah is bucking that trend. Mm-hmm. There has been more and more participation in the sport of football in the state of Utah. Uh, and you can see that there are more kids getting high-quality Division One offers coming out of Utah than there used to be as well. So interesting discussion about high school sports, up or down, uh, across the country. Uh, a few more things on that coming up next hour as well, our pick six, and uh, continue to get you ready for what's happening this weekend. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. It's the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com. So, AJ, I've got the list of 
totals by state. The number of youth athletes who participate in sports state by state. Who would you think is the number one state? Which state has more boys and girls participating in fully sanctioned sports? Okay, I, I, I have to level it down, though. East or west? It's on the east or west? Across the country. What the heck? Uh, I'll say Florida. Interesting. Florida is number seven. Okay, New York. New York is number three. And my final guess is Texas. Texas is number one. All right. California is number two. As you said, New York is third. Ohio, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Florida, Michigan, New Jersey, and Minnesota top out the uh, round out the top 10. Where do you think Utah is on the list? Oh, low. One through 51, including the District of Columbia. 38. 35. Hmm. And there's a pretty interesting drop-off between Utah and the next, which is Maine. And Utah has almost 20,000 more students participating than Maine does. Idaho is 37th. Nevada is 38th. And New Mexico is 39th. uh, Wyoming, 49th, near the bottom. Vermont is dead last. Well, more interesting things to look at about uh, sport, uh, participation in sports. We'll get into some of those interesting facts coming up next hour. Our pick six coming up next hour as well. Six things we think might happen this weekend. I pick three things. AJ picks three things. Love to have you follow along as well. And don't forget to get online to get your picks for this weekend's high school football games, 1069thefan.com. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You may not have noticed, but USA Basketball struggled in this year's FIBA World Cup. Their loss to France yesterday ended their hopes to capture gold. Believe it or not, this could be a good thing for USA Basketball, even though they struggled against Serbia earlier today. Interest in international basketball ebbs and flows. We were all in for the Dream Team in 92, then we got bored. A lot of people found watching the U.S. team hammer people distasteful until they lost the gold medal in 2004, and then there was panic. Luckily, LeBron and his pals came to the rescue. Right now, even serious basketball fans don't know who's on the team. They could probably use an infusion of talent and excitement. There are a lot of good players from overseas right now, and maybe this week is a warning. We may not have noticed a tournament loss in China during the football season. But we sure will if they fall short at the 2020 Olympics a year from now. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.